Hello, today is Friday, March 12th, and I'd like to welcome you to the Brookstock Podcast. I wanted to start off today by congratulating all of the applicants who are accepted into Brook School. I am lucky enough to be joined by Mr. Patrick Foley, Head of Financial Aid, Head of Football Coach, and Associate Director of Admissions. Mr. Foley played a big role in this application process. Mr. Foley, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate you having me having me on today. Excited to excited to do this. Um, so this is my I'm in my eighth year here at Brooks. Um, I, I lived on campus for my first four years. I've now lived off campus uh, for for four years. I had coached college football for for a number of years before I came to Brooks. Um, and, and really excited to to have to have arrived here eight years ago now. And I've had an outstanding uh, an outstanding uh, few years here at Brooks, and, and excited about all this to come. So it's a little different for you because uh, you didn't attend uh, Brooks. How did you find out about Brooks? Yeah, great question. So I I knew about Brooks. I went to Newburyport High School, so it's only about twenty five minutes. Um, away from Brooks, away from North Andover. So I, I knew about Brooks when I was in high school. Um, I, I, I had a couple of people that, that, that went here, uh, but I would say really when I got to know the school um, better, we threw my time coaching college football. So I, I recruited the New England area um, when I was a college football coach. So I started, um, you know, coming on, coming on to kind of independent schools and boarding schools and, and the campuses to recruit student athletes um, who were attending those schools and, and started to, to really learn about uh, what they were all about, certainly Brooks in particular. And, um, and I would say kind of in my last, uh, you know, two years of coaching in, in college, I really started thinking that, um, you know, the independent school, the boarding school route, uh, maybe more of, uh, might be more of a fit for me and my family. So, uh, that's kind of how I got exposed to it, and I just started learning more, more and more about Brooks, and I was fortunate uh, to, to get hired here eight years ago. Um, can you talk to me a little about kind of what your roles are at Brooks? Sure, absolutely. So, so pretty much everyone at Brooks, you know, has a bunch of different roles. Has a number of different roles that they that they take on. Um, so, I work in the admission office. I'm, I'm also our director of financial aid. I coach the football team. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a faculty advisor, so I'm an advisor to, to seven students currently. I'm a dorm parent, uh, currently a dorm parent in, uh, in, in Peabody House, but I've also uh, spent various amounts of time uh, as a dorm parent in three of our other boys' dorms on campus. So those are the things that come uh, come to mind kind of first, but we all certainly take on a bunch of different roles uh, here at Brooks. Uh, so can you talk in a little bit kind of what as a member of the faculty, kind of the opportunities it's provided you, and is there anything that you've learned kind of about uh, like the school or just uh, private schools in general? Sure, absolutely. I think, you know, I, I've learned a ton at Brooks, honestly. The school has been um, extremely supportive of me. So when I when I was hired, as I said, I had coached college football for, for nine years from, you know, when I first graduated. Uh, college myself, I had, I had coached in football in college for nine years, and I really didn't have any any experience in in, in at the high school level, in independent schools, and certainly in boarding school. Um, and the, the school was just has been incredibly supportive over that over that time. Um, 
the, it's allowed me to kind of uh, learn as I went in, in, in the area of admissions uh, that I didn't have a lot of experience with. Um, in, in a lot, it has allowed me to kind of grow into different roles, like, you know, things like the financial aid side of things. Um, now the school has supported me, um, helps me get my master's over my, my master's degree over my time here. Um, they've supported me and my family as we've uh, kind of gone through different stages of our lives that had, uh, you know, different needs or different desires. Um, the school has honestly been, been amazing. I think it, you know, it certainly starts at the top with, with Mr. Packard. He's been um, incredibly supportive, but there are so many other people here who I who I've learned a ton from, like Mrs. Eggerson in the admission office, or Mr. McVeigh, Mr. Hamilton when he was here. Uh, I probably I probably shouldn't have started naming people because now I'm sure to leave uh, leave some people out. But I really I really am appreciative of, of all that Brooks has done for me and my family, and has has allowed me to learn a lot and, and certainly grow a lot. So you're a uh, associate director of admissions, and this year, uh, you sent out the emails or the the mail yesterday or two days ago, uh, accepting kids into Brooks. Can you talk a little bit about kind of what was different this year with admissions because of uh, COVID nineteen? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say just like kind of all parts of the school this year, and, and probably all parts of everyone's lives outside of the school as well, you know, COVID, COVID-19 certainly had a big impact on the admission process. Um, so all of our interviews, you know, that we do typically, you know, for, for all of the fall and then a, a good chunk of the winter, those were all done, you know, virtually through Zoom or through Google Meet. Normally those are done um, in person, you know, on, on campus for the most part. Um, so that was, that was different. Um, you know, we, we did kind of virtual uh School fairs where normally we would you know travel around to um, you know to different parts of the of the community or different parts of the of, of the country and in in go to school fairs in different areas that was all done virtually um, so you know that was certainly different I think the the biggest challenge for families was not being able to to visit campus in person right I think the through those virtual you know school fairs or, or interviews that are done on Zoom, you're still at the admission office. I still think we were really able to get to know the students and their families well. And, um, but, you know, obviously there, there's, there's the, uh, something for, for those families to, to, to learn from physically being on our campus. From, from, uh, that's the best way to get a, get a feel for the place, to walk around with a student tour guide or to see our students interacting with each other or with adults, to see our classes in action. Um, not being able to allow families to do that, I think, has been the biggest change and kind of the biggest, uh, the, the, the toughest part. I think our uh, our students and, and our faculty have been awesome about finding ways to to interact with, with families. Like, you know, there's certainly a lot of formal things like virtual tours or information sessions or panels and those kinds of things that have been have been organized. But there's also a lot of informal things like uh, you know just making people making themselves available to answer questions or you know communicating through social media or uh, leaders of different programs you know or, or you know or arts department or a, a sports team or something kind of setting up you know zoom conversations with prospective students and their families we our, our parents our current parents have been incredible our, our current parents have set up um you know parent parent zoom chats and, and been able to kind of talk to prospective families and their parents about 
about what it's like to be, you know, have, have a child at, at Brooks. So, so I think that's been great. We certainly always say, uh, you know, everyone in our community plays a role in the admission process. It's not just the, the people who work in the admission office. You know, the admission is kind of part of everyone's job, and that's certainly never been, um, never been more true than this year. So I was looking at the numbers before we did this, and I saw that over 950 kids applied this year. Is that a normal yeah. amount of applicants, or is that a little bit more or a little bit less? Yeah, good question. It, it, it is a little bit more, you know, not not a ton, but it is a little bit more than um, than normal. And I think that you know that's a pretty common thing. I think as we've been talking with um, you know with other schools, I think you know independent schools are seeing a little bit of a rise in um, in interest in applications um, this year. So there's definitely a lot of, you know, a lot of interest from, I would say like the, the, the families that we normally see kind of every year, but there's definitely been a few more this year, which is, which has been great for the school, right? It's a, it's good to, it's good to have a lot of interest in the school. Uh, I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, but do you know around how many states you received applications from? Um, there was a, it's it's a, right around thirty five different states, um, different states that we have received applications from this year. Um, do you know how many countries? Yeah, it's actually just about the same. I think it's like thirty six or thirty seven countries. So, uh, so definitely kind of interest from from a lot of different a lot of different parts of the uh, of the country and a lot of different parts of the world. Um, if there was one thing that you had to say. Uh, what do you think the best thing Brooks did this year to try to give the new applicants the full Brooks experience virtually? Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good question. So I think over the next three, three or so weeks, while, um, you know, families have their, have, you know, accepted families have their kind of decision in hand, we're offering a ton of different um, virtual opportunities, right? Where, you know, in a, in a regular year, we would have kind of two big, revisit days in, in early April where students and their families could come to campus and attend classes and hear from administrators and meet coaches and uh, program heads and see campus. Um, we're, we're trying to make all those same connections this year, but just trying to do them, obviously, you know, virtually. We want, we want families to still be able to, to learn as much um, about about the school as they can. So we have all different kinds of stuff ready to go. We have we have kind of videos that are queued up and ready to be sent out. There are, you know, opportunities to hear from, from Mr. Packard and other administrators here, um, hear from a bunch of our teachers, meet with current parents. Um, I would say the the one thing that, that will probably be the best part of that, that whole process is our student panel, right? So we have some students who are going to, um, you know, be, be doing a webinar and answering questions from prospective students. And I think that's always the, the biggest um you know, the biggest selling point for our school is our students, right? And I think that's the, the thing that, um, you know, prospective families and to look forward to the most is kind of hearing from uh, hearing from our current students and, uh, and hearing what their experience is like. In your opinion, uh, what was the hardest thing to, uh, like, ha- what was the hardest thing to decide and judge the applicants when you couldn't really see them in person? Was there anything different or hard about it? Um, I don't know that it was, I don't know that it was, um, any harder this year due to, due to COVID. I think it's always a challenge, um, you know, for our admission committee to, 
to make decisions on kind of, you know, all of the applicants. And part of what, um, part of what we love about Brooks and what makes it the place that it is, is, is that it is a, you know, we're, we're a school of 360 or so students, right? That size is really the, the community is something that, um, that makes it an incredible place. The downside of that, right. Is that, um, you know, in order to keep it that size, um, we end up having a lot of very qualified applicants who um, there simply isn't enough space for at the school. So I think that's always a challenge of, um, you know, having having more qualified applications um, and applicants than, than we have space for and, and trying to figure out, uh, you know, who Brooks, you know, is going to be that right fit for. And, um, you know, there's always, there's never enough space, certainly. But um, I don't know that that was any different this year than, than in past years, though. I think that's probably pretty similar for us. So transitioning from admissions to financial aid, you being the director of financial aid, uh, kind of what is your role in that? And can you just talk a little bit about kind of how financial aid works here at Brooks? Sure, absolutely. So so financial aid at Brooks is what is called need-based, right? And, and what that means is that um, the amount of financial aid, right, the size of a financial aid grant that um, – that a, a Brooks family can receive is is directly tied to to their demonstrated need, kind of how much they qualify for, and that's based on you know income and assets and number of uh, you know students that are in kind of you know other independent or tuition charging schools. All kinds of things go into that um, that kind of formula, that equation. Um, so families go through a process of of applying for financial aid, which ultimately kind of determines how much each family can afford to send their child to Brooks. And that helps our financial aid office then um, determine whether they, whether we're able to offer, you know, any need-based financial aid. And if so, kind of um, how much, right? So really the, um, that's how the financial aid process works here. And, um, you know, we don't, based on school policies and, and within the ISL, the independent school league, those schools have all agreed that, um, that any financial aid that a school provides is going to be based on need, right? So we don't have any kind of, you know, marriage money for a student who's done, you know, exceptionally well in school or, or a, a great artist or a great athlete or those types of things. It really, everything that any amount of financial aid the school provides has to be based on the demonstrated need of that family. So transitioning from ambitions and financial aid to more of the fun stuff, I guess. You're the football coach. Um What's your favorite part about being the football coach here at Brooks? That's a great question. Um, I think just working with like such a wide range of players, I think is the thing that really stands out to me. So, um, you know, the, we have players on our team every year who are, you know, super experienced have been playing football for a long time, who are really talented, um, you know, that are getting ready to go on and, and play in college football. So you're working with, um, with some players, you know, that are that are at that kind of level, you're also working, you know, or, or I, I get, I also get to work with, um, with with people who are, you know, players who are trying football for the very first time. Right? You're truly teaching the full, the full range of um, of things. You're teaching, you know, kind of maybe very specific, you know, techniques in order to help that really experienced player get a little bit better. Um, but then you're also teaching a, a younger player the, the very basic, simple things. Um, you know, we've had to teach kids how to put their helmet on, right? Like it really is kind of the full range of um, 
uh, of players that we have here, which is awesome, and, and that's a lot of fun for me as a coach. Uh, so, can you talk a little bit about what it, what it was like this year um, with COVID and kind of you didn't play games, but what did you guys do to try and kind of stay yeah. in shape and practice and stuff? Yeah, so we had a group of um, of players that you know, even though we weren't able to play, it came out to practice basically every single day all all fall long, um, and we tried to really balance that. I think you know with um, making sure first that it was an enjoyable experience, right? That it was fun, that it was a part of their of their day that they looked forward to in the afternoon. Um, the last thing that I wanted as a coach was to, um, and this is true in any year, I would say even um, particularly in, in this year with COVID, I didn't want the afternoon, the football part of their day to be something that our players like dreaded coming out to practice, right? I wanted them to be excited about that and have fun with it. But, also wanted it to be worthwhile, and, and like I said, we have we have players that um, you know that want to get better, that wanted to wanted to use this year to to really improve as as individuals as a team. So we tried to um, really balance those two things well, right? Make it a fun you know a fun experience. We played a lot of you know games, seven on seven games, those kinds of things. We let um, you know Dave Thompson, who's an offensive lineman, was a quarterback oftentimes in, in our seven on seven game. So we guys had a lot of fun with it, but. Um, but we also, you know, tried to work on some specific techniques and allow guys to um, to really improve. And, and then the other thing that we were able to do was um, for a lot of our players who do want to go on and play college, um, was able to, you know, we were able to spend some time um, working on, you know, on on just their speed and, and athleticism, and agility, and things that they that they're going to need to improve on as they as they kind of. Uh, you know, go through the college recruiting process. So we tried to balance all of that. Uh, how do you like success of current uh, alumni and current players like uh, Raiden Waru, who's a current student, and Pat Fryermuth, who's who was a former Penn State tight end who's looking to get drafted into the NFL this year? How does the successes of them and just kind of Brooks football in general feel to you? Yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I, I love. You know, I certainly love when players um, have the desire to go on and play college football, and, and I love working with them in that process. And it's great to, um, you know, be able to watch not just Pat, who's you know playing at, at you know at Penn State and obviously at a really high level, but I love following up and, and staying in touch and, um, and and watching any of our players who go on and play college football. You know, playing playing any sport and certainly football at it at the college level is a hard thing to do. And it takes a lot of, uh, you know, dedication and commitment, and, you know, not just while you're doing it, but getting ready to do it. So, um, you know, our players that are, that are currently at Brooks and that are, that are working towards that, a lot goes into it. So I love kind of, um, you know, staying in touch with those guys when they're playing in college and following their careers and supporting them and going to their games when I can, and, uh, you know, regardless of what level they're, they're playing at, I think it's it's awesome when 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 guys want to uh, continue to play a sport that they love, you know, through college, and I love supporting them in that. Obviously, Pat is doing it at a at a different level than um, than most, right? He's at a really kind of elite level, so that's exciting. You know, that it's a uh, you know being able to um, to watch him play in front of you know hundred thousand fans and on on national TV and all those kinds of things are great. It's really exciting. 
um, and you know, excited to see kind of where things where things head for him later this spring in terms of the draft. But uh, but really, you know, I get just as excited about seeing our players that are that are playing in other other places in college. I think it's an incredible thing. So just uh, as Brooks School as a whole, what would you say to anyone who is either new to Brooks or is looking to come to Brooks? What separates Brooks? Yeah, I mean, I always talk about the the community here at Brooks, right? Like, I really believe that. I I, I think that um, I think that, and I haven't been to other schools, so I always kind of preface it with like, I don't. I'm not saying that other schools have a bad community, right? But I do know that Brooks has a great community, um, and I think the you know the the people here care about each other. Um, I'm excited to get the you know to get everyone's maps off because I think one of the things that I love about Brooks is when you walk around campus, you see a lot of people, right? You see a lot of students and, and adults with smiles on their face. I think it's a place that um, that our that our our students enjoy being here, right? And it's not a place where they where they feel kind of weight of the world on their shoulders. I think they um, there's good balance in their in their lives here. Um, and like I said, I'm not I'm not saying that's not true other places, but I know that it's true here. Um, and so so that's what I think. The community piece, the the balance, those are those are things that I think are really impressive here. I'm excited to see those smiles again sometime soon. Uh, so transitioning, looking ahead to next year and years after that, uh, what are, what are your plans, coaching and admissions wise? Are you preparing for a normal year, or are you still preparing for something that might be a little bit different than normal? Sure. Yeah, I, I think you know certainly. I think we're also hoping that. Um, that, that next year will be back much closer to normal. I don't know that we'll be totally, you know, normal. Everyone uses that term, the new normal. Like we'll we'll, we'll see what it looks like. Um, but we're certainly hoping, you know, as a, both as a school and you know in, in football that that we'll have, you know, most uh, if not all of our students back on campus um, on a regular basis. And, you know that that will be great. I'm I'm personally really looking forward to getting back on the football field with with helmets and pads on and. And to be preparing for actual games, right? I think that that was a. Um, there's no doubt that it, it was challenging to, um, you know, to go through a fall. I think our the guys did a great job with it, but to go through a whole season kind of practicing and in uh, trying to improve, but having no games really work towards. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, in terms of, of the admission process, you know, we'll see what it looks like, but I, I think you know it's going to end up being a mix, and I think that's one of the great things. Um, you know, if there's a silver lining, I think there's things that we learned doing so much virtually that, um, that we might want to continue to do in some ways, right? I'm, I'm certainly hopeful that families will be able to visit campus a lot more often to um, to get a feel for Brooks. But I think we're also you know, going to continue to offer the opportunity for families to do Zoom interviews. And, and that works well for a lot of families, right? And um, a lot of families to kind of, uh, you know, do interviews from further away. They don't have to plan big trips here, you know, in, in, in the fall all the time and parents don't have to take time off of work. So I think there's a lot of things like that that um that will that I hope we continue to do. Um but certainly I hope that families and you know, can can be back on campus soon to um to see our great school action and to see uh you know to see what it looks like on the on a on a regular day here at Brooks. Kind of closing out here, I guess. What is your favorite memory as either a faculty member or the football coach? Oh, that's a that's a hard question. Um, there's been, there's been a lot of great 
a great moments, great memories, certainly in um, in my time here. I guess I guess I would um, I would go with in my second year here, back in uh, 2014. Um, our football team had a great had a great year, and, and we were fortunate to um, get selected to play in, in one of the NEPSAC championship bowl games that year. And, and we were able to play it at home, right? So we, it was it was the the day all of our students were heading home for um, for Thanksgiving Thanksgiving break. Um, so we were able to play that game on campus, and, and we had a, it was a great game. It was a close game in the first half. We ended up winning, um, and being able to see our players kind of celebrate that accomplishment, um, you know, in in front of their their friends and their family, and, and do it on campus. Uh, I would say that's something that. That, that really sticks out to me as as a as a favorite, but that really has there's a lot of great there's been a lot of great great moments. So, the, but but that's one that sticks out. Uh, so thank you for taking the time out of your break today, Mr. Foley. Uh, enjoy the rest of your break, and thank you for listening to the Brooks Talk podcast. I'm Ryan Keller. Bye for now.